Big Fluff. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, Big Vinegar himself, Lars Periwinkle. How is What's going? up, money? How are you? I am hanging in there. And boy, boy, are we getting down to it now. You know, the perfect alliterative title of the Sweet 16 is bookmarked by the perfectly alliterative Final Four. And in between, we have the Elite Eight. They tried. They, they tried. Yeah, really blew their wad with those yeah. other two. <laughs> but yeah. here we are. We're at the elite eight. Um, uh, <laughs> things are getting messy, but we're we're here with our friends. We're all going to figure it out. Um, um, starting alphabetically with uh, with with Andy McIntyre from Silver Linings Playback. What's up, Andy? Hey, how's it going? I'm I'm excited to feel elite for once. <laughs> <laughs> and you look it. Ah, uh, thank you. And you're um, an eight, so. I'm a solid eight. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I'm a Baltimore eight. That's you're a Baltimore eight. You're a Cleveland 10 though. So never forget yeah. that. Everybody. And a Syracuse 12. <laughs> <laughs> Did my wife just say everyone's a Cleveland 10? Um, <laughs> welcoming back person at large. It's Aaron Fox. Hello, Aaron. Uh, good. Good day. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. Looking like a, a really cool 90s album cover as always yeah that, that's accurate <laughs> also Aaron uh, my apologies for not uh following up with you about the start time so <laughs> that was my fault I am punctual as usual yeah <laughs> from uh one half of the we have to ask uh podcast it's Jonathan Moreau hello Jonathan hello <laughs> You know, I think I think he I think he earned that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, sitting next to me, uh, married to me, and a hungover from champagne last night. It's Julia. Buongiorno. Mm-hmm. Those are fine. literal champagne problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it was there. I think those bottles were like eight dollars. No, they were fifteen dollars. Whoa! Thank you. Whoa! <laughs> hey, you guys. I'm a, a mid range bitch. <laughs> we're not weird flex. <laughs> the other half of we have to ask podcast. It's uh, Marty McGuire. Hello, Marty. Uh, hello. I want to. I want to brush your hair so bad. Me too. To it's, be honest, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really serious. You'll, okay, you'll, you'll just catch me doing it. That sounded weirdly like those old. That sounded like Chris Hansen when he used to read the transcripts. Like, I I want to brush your hair so bad. So bad. Yeah. Have a seat over here. (laughs) (laughs) Just sit down. Yeah. Um, It's also what my hairdresser said. (laughs) Andy, did your hairdresser say anything? No, I don't have one because I'm bald. You wear it well, sir. 
And finally, uh, from from Mondo Baltimore and experts of nothing, it's Pat Stork. Hello, Patrick. Hello there. Uh, I'm just happy to be a part of the elite eight being, a, you know, coastal elite and such. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not one of those damn flyover states. Am I right? <laughs> right? They don't have good coffee. Nebraska doesn't exist. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it exists. No, Joel and I have been to Nebraska. We had a great time in Lincoln, Nebraska. We almost got left there. Yeah, yeah. We were abandoned by an airplane. Yeah. Adult. yeah, we were in high school and they straight up just ditched us. Like our, our adults flew back and like. Yeah, we, we were, adults said, don't get on this bus to the airport. Get yeah. on the next bus. And there was no next bus. Yeah, like our shuttle never took us. And then so that was like all of the the boys that were on the trip were in like one uh, dorm and then the, the girls were in a separate one. So they all made it to the airport and they flew home. And then like one of the chaperones on the trip had to wait for us and we had to rebook a flight for later that wow. night. Wow. Yeah. It was rough. It was, rough. but luckily my, my parents were on vacation and drove to Lincoln, Nebraska to see our play and um, took care of us that day. I think we went to the movies. If I'm- yeah, I'm, my memory is it was an Adam Sandler movie, but I couldn't tell it you which Big one. Big Daddy, that's what it was. Yes, yeah, 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 it was Big Daddy that we saw. Yeah, <laughs> the another movie about abandoned children. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, was that the only thing playing at the Nebraska? <laughs> yeah, right. That would make sense. It's still the only thing. The thing it is, yeah, hard. it was like five years after that movie came out. They had just gotten it. It was new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, John Stewart was great in that movie. Yeah, he was already playing Jughead. By the way, if, sorry, if I can have a, a moment. So we ended last week's show with Patrick Stork telling us that the community movie was filming and that all of the original cast was back. And I was very excited about that. And I Googled it and I have found zero evidence that that is true. So, huh. yeah. I will have to find the the one that I saw, the trailer that they made. It is. I. I'm that gonna go ahead. Full of fake. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's not real because if it is feels weird to me that it's a secret for a, a week now that this movie is happening, except on one site. So I just I had that we're a pop culture show. I was like, I can't not bring up the fact that we teased a community movie that is by all accounts not happening. So. Damn it! I got suckered in by the internet. <laughs> and if we're gonna finish up the housekeeping. Um, everyone made their predictions for Monkey versus Lizard, and the winner is Marty McGuire. Actually, well done, Marty. Capitalism no, wins again. I hate no. to, I hate being right, but it, as that movie unfolded, I was just like, "Well, here we go." <laughs> Look, can I can I say straight up, Andy McIntyre? Oh, sorry, like. Julia. Didn't Aaron suggest that they, they became friends? Well, actually, I wanted to say Andy McIntyre's prediction, because I listened to this right before the show, was that Godzilla would win, which technically happened because they yep. fought three times and it was two to one, and that they would team up to fight Mecha Godzilla, which they did. Like Andy yeah, they actually did. Yeah, like directly predicted the exact plot of that movie, if you listen. So And capitalism. And capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> But Mecha Godzilla was capitalism, and he lost. Yeah, but they destroyed um, they destroyed a, a city in China. So yeah, like yeah, really it was, destroyed. It was just they Hong really Kong destroyed and Hong like Kong. Uh, where, what did they blow up in? Oh yeah, it was just a part of a facility in Florida. Pensacola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, it was just like a made up port manufacturing facility in Pensacola. So like Pensacola, like their mall is still fine. No bigs. I thought you were saying that Pensacola was the made up part. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prove it exists. Yeah, I mean, if Nebraska doesn't exist, then how could Pensacola? <laughs> yeah, that's a totally made up name. Yep. <laughs> also, speaking of naming cities, uh, if they rebuild Hong Kong, do you think they're going to petition to name it Hong anything but Kong or Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joel, wanna um, wanna listen to some theme songs? Oh yeah, yeah. But first, we gotta listen to an intro. Like, how oh, would, okay. how could we listen to theme songs if we weren't ready for it? <laughs> There is nothing wrong with your smartphone. Do not attempt to change podcasts. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We will control the left earbud. We will control the right earbud. For the next hour, sit quietly and we will control all that you see and hear. We repeat. There is nothing wrong with your smartphone. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the tension and bickering, which stems from putting TV theme songs against each other in... The Mabel Memorial Hobo Madness Tournament. you can see all of our enthusiasm for the dancing getting less and less like the, I think Jonathan was straight up looking down for that. he was watching Pokemon oh right, right. keeping your head up on water making a way when you can temporary layoffs good times easy credit ripples good times scratching and surviving good So our two uh, lowest seated in our Elite Eight, uh, it's <clears throat> Good Times at number 17 and Pokemon <laughs> at number 40. Um, Jonathan, had that hand up real quick. What you got? Yep. Uh, so 
again, I, I, I said this the the first week I was on and I got to hear the song and I love it. And Andy, again, making reference to the fact that I am watching Pokemon while we do this. Uh, I have been in a uh, convention center hall with over 100 plus people all singing the Pokemon theme song. And it gave me chills. And and not to say anything negative about the Good Times theme song, quality theme song, but I don't get chills the way I get chills with Pokemon. And then my vote is Pokemon, and I'm not fighting anyone on this. That is just my... No, we understand. We're all, we're all yep. friends. Andy, I saw your hand next. Can the madness stop? Can, <laughs> it's, it's, can, it is low, isn't it? It's low can, can Midnight Strike for this Cinderella Pokemon theme song, <laughs> and we just have... Good times advance because man, is that a is that a jam? No argument here, Joel. Uh, first of all, what Jonathan didn't say was he got chills because that was a few months ago that he was with a hundred people in a giant convention center. So he literally <laughs> got chills. Yes, yeah. yeah, onset yeah. was yeah four to five days later. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I I have been on record as not being content until Pokemon is eliminated from this tournament. So I am enthusiastically. <laughs> Casting a vote for good times. Yeah, not only are you on record, I'm. I, it might be your epitaph. Aaron, did you have something? <laughs> I do. I would like to vote for good times. Party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You feel free to tell me that I'm one note here, but uh, if you swap these two theme songs, oh, good God. times works for Pokemon, but Pokemon <laughs> does not work for good times. I don't know. I feel like, you know, they're teaching each other things. You teach me and I'll teach you. They were learning lessons yeah, in how good to, times. How to dodge those easy credit schemes. We, weird, weird metric, but you're on record. I got it. So that that is good times? Is that the vote? That's a vote for good times, okay. yeah. That is a vote for good times. I mean, unless Julia and Pat have a dissenting argument. I'm no, all about I, good I, times. I'm going to yeah. go for Pokemon. Oh, yes. Right. Two votes. Yeah. And then um, good question. No, I have no thoughts. <laughs> My mind is clear. <laughs> You've made your peace with it. Julia Hershey, hungover and participating. It's, yeah. it's great. We're having a real smooth brain Saturday. It's perfect. Yeah. All right, Lars, did you, you didn't vote? Uh, yeah, then I don't need to. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and throw my hat in the ring for um, for good times just to be on record. All right. That was really easy. We These better get more contentious because we have a lot of time to fill. I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. It's like a kind of torture to have to watch the show. Time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational. This is what we
Okay, so a bit of a, a bit of nostalgia on both parts. It's uh, the Muppet Show seated at number four versus number twelve, Sanford and Son. Julia, you had your hand up again. My mind is clear, and I have no reasoning for this. So Sanford and Son. <laughs> No, I do have reasoning. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, so I would say that I'm going for Sanford and Son because it has no lyrics, but you know exactly where it's from. And the Muppets show says Muppets show about 15 times. Not as many as Batman. Or Pokemon. Or Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Could we just let a sleeping dog lie? No. <laughs> A dead dog now. Listen, yeah, they always say the Pokemon are sleeping after losing in a battle, but we all know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fancy dog fighting. Let's not kid ourselves. That's what Pokemon is. By the way, I really like the idea of a bunch of Pokemon just waiting in a bread line. <laughs> Scratching and surviving. Scratching and surviving. Johnny. Uh, I'm going to vote Muppet Show because uh, strictly for this one reason and one reason only. The fact that the uh, people on The Masked Singer had the audacity to vote off Kermit the Frog. What? First, on this this re most recent season, uh, I will always vote for, for Kermit and Friends to be number one. Was he wearing a uh, mask? Was, was Kermit yeah. a mask? How the hell did that happen? <laughs> I, I did not I did not watch it, but I saw their like, huge surprise first elimination, and it was Kermit. And I was like, how dare you? Uh, mass singer audience that may or may not be there. I'm sorry. Can I just can I just get a quick reality check from everybody? Yeah. Um, the mass singer is a show where typically human beings uh, who are celebrities of some kind put on ridiculous costumes and sing songs that are outside of their expected range, while a series of celebrity hosts try to guess their identity as right. they're eliminated one by one. What of it? Um, <laughs> did you? Did you say Kermit the Frog was... Kermit the Frog was Marty, a participant. Is Kermit the Frog not a celebrity to you? I mean, I, he knew the name. Listen, yeah. Kermit Kermit doesn't need to be on a show like The Masked Singer, okay? we Kermit's stock is as high as it's ever been. People show up on The Masked Marty. Singer to try and reboot a career. No. <laughs> Hold on. Let me tell you, I want to make sure this is accurate before I say it. So someone else should talk because I'm using all my the fact that Kermit himself is rarely actually a performer on the Muppet show. Kermit is the stage manager. Kermit's the one behind the scenes making sure people are, you know, Right. He's the MC. Oh, and actually, yeah, now that you put it that way, it makes perfect sense that he would go on The Masked Singer. I, I withdraw my reality check. Everything's perfectly normal. Party. Or against your point, I'm just saying that, like, I don't think he should have performed on the show either. He's a behind-the-scenes guy. He's the That's MC true. and the host of The Muppet Show. He yeah. goes yeah. out and introduces everything. He introduces. He doesn't perform, um, except for the rare occasion. He'll go out, not easy being green, Rainbow Connection. But for the most You're part, arguing against yourself? <laughs> I'm speaking. I'm not arguing in any, any direction. I also, I, th I, I feel like... Time. I think, <laughs> just to be clear, like I think like 50% of Kermit's job, because I've been rewatching some of the Muppet show, is to flirt with whatever female guest is on there, too, and yeah. make <laughs> Miss Piggy insanely jealous. Like That seems to be part of his job, for sure. Like, That's definitely that, season one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can I bring it back to the mask right on the lip for one yes, moment? Yes, do. Yes. Uh, this is the update. Um, <laughs> hey, Marty. So what kind of people did you say go on the mask singer? Oh, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm already I've already nailed myself to this cross. So I will just you double down. Losers he, and haters. I did, I did yeah. not say either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mr. McGuire, may we remind you that you're under oath? Might. We can people we can have your uh, comments read back to you <laughs> to boost their careers. Do you think Patty LaBelle needs oh, to boost her career? Oh, Marty. how dare you, Marty? Oh, she was on what? the masks there. She was what? the flower. Marty, I, Patty I LaBelle? Do you have a new attitude about this now? <laughs> oh, my God. I refuse. Wayne I, Brady? I don't know if I can do a show with someone who hates Patty LaBelle and Kermit the Frog. Like, wow. I really... Yeah, that's oof. Maybe Marty's vote shouldn't count for the you know what? Of the tournament. You know what? I think for this round, for sure, I don't think Marty should be allowed well, to vote okay. on the Muppets. So, <laughs> I mean, the, the jokes are not all of you. Marty was played by Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just keep your head up. <laughs> and we voted you off. Well, we did it. We masked singered you. <laughs> I with your evil views, you're not so much Kermit as Constantine from Muppets Most Wanted. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. That cut was too deep, Pat, and now I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Currently, the vote is one to one. <laughs> Aaron, what do you Hold got? On. One thing. Oh. That video of Kermit being unmasked from, I believe it was a snail costume. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's yeah. proof that we've all died and that this is hell. <laughs> It was horrifying. <laughs> that that was um, very weird. That a, a mask revealed another mask with a hand up its ass. Perfect. Why, um, Aaron? Do you have a vote for us? I do. Um, so I think, and just to pull everyone's attention back, it's the Muppets versus Sanford and Son. <laughs> is that what we're we're judging here? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a clear example of lyrics versus no lyrics. Julia, I respect your opinion. Um, but I'm a lyrics person, so I'm gonna have to go with the Muppets. But I do think like this, the Sanford and Son theme song should have made it to top four. Like you know when there's someone who like should have gone farther than they they did, but you can't go up against uh, Kermit, the okay. relevant power of Kermit the Frog, who is famous and doesn't need to boost his career. You also <laughs> don't want to disprove your own hypothesis. So I see, I see you. Go ahead, Joel. <laughs> I will also say Muppets because I love the Muppet theme because I'm not a monster like Marty McGuire. So. I too am not a monster like Sweetums or Elmo or Telly or many of the Muppet monsters. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Muppets. Going with the Muppets. Because I love Sanford and Son. Of course, Andy McIntyre, what you got? So I think it's already been decided. I think that's four votes for the Muppets, right? Yeah. Is that accurate? Cool. Um, this is incredibly uh, this is was incredibly difficult because I agree with Aaron wholeheartedly that Sanford and Son should probably have gone further, but it did hit it in many ways. This is the irresistible force and the immovable object hitting together and who's going to win. Um, so when I was thinking about it, so we heard the snippet of the Muppets theme. That's the end because the end flourish of the Muppets theme is great, but that also discounts like how great, like the starting lyrics, you know, it's time to play the music. It's time. And that's awesome as well. And it's great. Uh, but man, I can't talk about how awesome the Sanford and Son theme is as well. Uh, it start, you know, that opening is in mistake, you know, unmistakable. It's, you know what it is and it's great. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm also going to cast my vote for the Muppets. But this was this has been my toughest decision so far. So in that analogy, does that make the Muppets like is Kermit Hulk Hogan and then Samford is mm-hmm. Andre the Giant? Yes. Yes. OK, just making sure I had that down. <laughs> hey, one's Lex Luger. The other is Yokozuna. Because it'd be really impressive to see Kermit. Body, uh, body slam Red Fox. Yeah, like, that would be really impressive. And then instead of like hulking up, he Kermit just waves his arms, <laughs> and flails them around. Instead of just doing the finger, it's the whole arm wave. Yeah, <laughs> he's yawning up. Um, I just be just to give it a little more love because it doesn't matter anymore. I'm going to say Sanford and Son because Christ, Almighty, it just it's just funky. You know what I mean? So like good. the it's Muppet so Show good. gives you all the feels. You know all the words, and you you laugh. Fozzie's got a new joke every week. It's great. But Sanford and Son is just funky. You can dance to it. You can shake your ass. It's, so good. What, what a what a great tune. So I'm going to go ahead and, and and put another mark next to that one just so it has more than one. Uh, I know my vote doesn't count in this round, as I've been informed by <laughs> our gracious host, Joel Murphy. Um, and excuse me for showing up late. I had to take a cab back into town after the railroad took me out of it. Um, but I would like oh, to just want, say, you want to like shit on the Supremes? Or I would just like to say on, on the record that I was going to vote for the Muppet Show. So I don't know where this like hate for the Muppet Show came from. I don't know where well, your hate you- for the Muppet Show comes from either. Yeah. Buddy. It comes from probably, all of you act like moving my mouth for me as though I was some kind of a Muppet and then doing was, a voice. I think it came from you saying that um, Kermit the Frog is a has-been. Yeah, like Patty LaBelle. Something to elevate himself. A yeah. LaBelle-esque has-been. I can't yeah. wait to revisit the transcripts of this episode in court. <laughs> yeah. Where all of you will be taken for slandering my good name. <laughs> I, I just think... Back, Marty. Marty, I just, I personal advice. I think this is one time where you should have uh, just sit on it. You know, just, just you have those opinions, it. sit on them. You're not so, paying Marty for this appearance. He's not going to sit on it for free. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Joel. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Well, we're moving on up, we're moving on up to the And, uh, oh boy, it's close, close seated uh, opponents, but not the closest we have this round, actually. It's the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme at number two versus the Jeffersons at number seven. I think the first hand I saw was Marty Stevie Wonder is overrated McGuire. Wow, you just stuck in like an irrelevant thing in the middle there, you, okay, Lars? I guess I was just predicting some of your opinions based on the things you just said earlier. Wow. 
Go ahead. What you got, Marty? Oh, do I get to speak now? Of great. Uh, it's the Jeffersons. It's great. <laughs> Good stuff there. What's up, Andy? Uh, I'm also going to vote for the Jeffersons. Um, man, it's uh, yeah, it's Jeffersons. It's great. But I love the Fresh Prince theme, but I'm voting Jeffersons. Yeah, they're both great. I'm just just to get mine out of the way. I'm saying Jeffersons. There's something I love a theme song with a bridge and that that bridge with its clapping. Good Lord, if that doesn't get your ass off the, the breakdown there. What's up, Joel? Uh, first of all, I was trying to remember, wasn't there a crossover? Didn't Sherman Helmsley like show up on mm-hmm. the Fresh Prince? Like he's he's in he's in the uh, finale. Like he buys the house at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He, okay, so he showed up like he, yeah. multiple times, right? Yeah, he shows as up the as the same like, character. No, no, no. So he Just was the uh, he was a he was a judge, an old judge friend of Uncle Phil. Right. That was the one and I was remembering they, where he turned out to be like yeah, a jerk. You know, they run against each other. Yes, they run against each other. And he like and tries he to comes, smear him, like destroy yeah. his career. Yeah. And then and then I believe he comes back as like he and Wheezy come back and they buy the house in the finale. That's as it. the Jeffersons. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if they came back as the Jeffersons, but it was Wheezy and George, like the the, the humans, the actors. The actors. <laughs> I, Not, that's one of, that's actually one of my favorite Fresh Prince moments because um, Uncle Phil and whoever uh, Sherman Helmsley is playing are having an argument, and um, Sherman Helmsley throws a a, a um, an insult. Uncle Phil's way and Uncle Phil goes, oh, no, I think you must have me confused with your mama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, also, so sorry, I didn't actually I forgot to vote, but Fresh Prince. Um, I am voting Fresh Prince. And I admit that it is probably because I watched it as a teenager and like, you know, I was young enough that it's just embedded in my brain. And uh, if I used Jonathan's logic, I think you could get a hundred people together and sing. They'd all sing every single word, which is not to say that Jefferson's isn't iconic, but I feel like some people would be mumbling a few of those lyrics, like somewhere in the middle. So. Uh, Fair enough. By my count, it's three to one. What you got, Pat? Uh, Well, I mean, both songs and both shows are about moving into a rich culture that you're not necessarily welcome in. Uh, But the Jeffersons, they moved on up, whereas uh, Fresh Prince got sent out by his mom into this situation. But even deeper, Will Smith himself later in Getting Jiggy With It said since it moved up like George and Wheezy. So I think Will Smith himself would vote Jeffersons over Fresh Prince. So how are you voting? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with Will Smith and I, saying the Jeffersons. I, I'm sorry. I, so your logic is that Will Smith, that the person who once rapped, told Ali, "I'm the greatest," would concede that someone is better than him. <laughs> yes, he's got the feet. He only thought he could beat Mike Tyson. He never said he did. He knows where his limits are. <laughs> That's um, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that is definitely a historic moment when the lyrics from Getting Jiggy With It was referenced in an art. <laughs> when the singer of one theme song has referenced another in their career. I gotta no, go. fair enough. I I like it. Um, I'm pretty sure he calls himself the Fresh Prince a lot, which is referencing that show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he's referencing right. both shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're really going through the looking glass over here. Has anyone not cast a vote? Uh, they have by my count. Yeah, three people have not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead, Aaron. 
Um, also, Will Smith referenced this millennium as the Willennium, if that, I don't know, gives any context. But uh, like Patrick, I also considered the active and passive roles of the uh, people involved in the theme song. So I'm going to go with the Jeffersons. Okay. My vote doesn't matter. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> my, my vote has never mattered, so yeah. I'm just going to... So you had a briefcase. I did have a briefcase. <laughs> yeah, somehow like you got facts of life through twice, even without a vote mattering. So. <laughs> <laughs> and as uh, Chris Burney clearly stated last week, it's a terrible, terrible theme song. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Chris Burney. <laughs> Sponsor Big up to Bowling pod. for Soup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so do, are you two not casting votes? Like uh, Jefferson. Okay. Uh no, I'm abstaining. Okay. All right. Well, I'm alone. <laughs> Vote for I'm the Fresh Prince. That, I'm shocked that Fresh Prince didn't get any other votes, actually, because that is a great theme. Yeah. I give half of my vote to each. <laughs> that, that can be a thing, right? Orange slices. You just, <laughs> yeah. We're this far into the tournament. All of these have gotten votes. Like, yeah. at this point, we can't really say that any of these are men. That's, yeah. All right, this next one, this is our last matchup, and I'm I'm dreading it, just so you know. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, he invited everyone you knew. Here we are. This is uh, this is Notre Dame versus UConn. It's Tennessee and Rutgers. It's it's Golden Girls at number three and Cheers seated at number six. Um, first hand I saw was Marty. What's up, Marty? It's a it's a rough one. First, I have a uh, slight retraction to make from uh, last time where I called the uh, Cheers theme transphobic. Um, the first version, the version we hear in the TV show actually didn't have that verse. A longer version was made uh, later to uh, to like sell as a song. And that was where that was added. So uh, whether you well, whatever you want to read into those lyrics, they were not part of the song when the show came out. So um, that I'll put that aside. That said, I would just like you all to uh, in your own time, I would like to bring attention to a TVGuide.com article from April 16th, 2013, called Supreme Themes, the 60 Greatest Title Songs of All Time. And number one on that list is Cheers. 
I think this podcast can do better. <laughs> wow, that was so, a roller coaster of admitting that. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I just think, yeah. Number one, like you may a couple for last week, but number two, come on, y'all. We we can't we can't let history repeat. We cannot let Hobo Radio be TV Guide. So it's got to be Golden Girls. Okay, you're all right for and I and I like that mentality. What's up, Jonathan? Uh, I am also going Golden Girls. And the the reason I'm going Golden Girls is because when I hear that song, the only thing I think about is Dorothy turning her head and walking through the door. It's just the, the like I can see the opening as that song is playing. And I think that that makes that song so memorable. And also shout out to my sister, Sarah, who said you better fight to the death for that song. <laughs> so uh, for you, Sarah, Golden Girls. That's great. Tell Sarah I say hello. I, I, I miss hello. hanging out with her. And um, uh, yeah, like, that's a very visceral, emotional reaction versus, um, you know, referencing a a 35-year-old periodical. So we're all over the place, but we both ended up in the same spot. Uh, Pat? Uh, Marty, first of all, cheers to your research, but jeers to your reasoning. Um, boy, oh, boy. To TV, got it. <laughs> like, the cheers theme is about going someplace where everyone just knows and gets you, and there's no expectations. You just hang out. Everybody knows your name. You're there to share your problems or share a beer. Whereas Golden Girls, I, I have a January birthday. I never received a lot of presents or had a lot of parties. Um, so that whole concept of the if you threw a party, uh, it's it's foreign to me. I, I just can't connect to it in the same way. So I got to go cheers. Fair enough. Double part. Pat, oh, double gifted Pat over here. What a drag. <laughs> uh, Murphy. I was actually thinking about the lyrics, too, and I think it was because I was re-listening to uh, Marty last week. So thank you, Marty, for for taking all that back. But uh, no, I, I was really thinking about because this is very difficult for me because I truly love both of these theme songs and I think they are both great. Uh, but I was thinking about the message of the songs and I was thinking about, so Golden Girls is thank you for being a friend. And it, that is, I think the core thesis of Golden Girls is it's about a group of friends. Like they, they moved in together. They are originally tenants and then they became friends. They sit around, they eat cheesecake, they talk about their lives. And then I was thinking about the Cheers song, which is like pretty good, like uh, in terms of like where everybody knows your name. But then I was like, when I, you really like what I thought about it, like on a, a micro level like I, some of it just doesn't apply as well as directly in terms of like do they know everybody's name because like they all say norm when he comes in but there's the one guy who i'm even blanking on his name i think it was like paul or whatever like there's a bit about how no, what's that <laughs> Fraser. Fraser. no but there's the guy who like becomes prominent in later seasons and he sort of like the joke is that nobody remembers him or ever talks about him and even in Frasier they kind of joke about like oh you must have heard your share of Paul stories and everybody's like who are you so like they don't know everybody's name they know like three people's names and also like they're not all friendly like Carla's mean to everybody she treats everybody like shit like I actually don't think the theme song really encapsulates the spirit of cheers which isn't as communal as the song suggests. So I'm saying Golden Girls. Golden, Golden Girls, go ahead. Retort, Pat. That's like, yeah. Uh, first off, it is Paul. He said, yeah. um, on the <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah, thank you. Uh, guy, bald yeah. head, glasses. Yeah. 
Um, but they did know his name. Uh, Carla even had a secret affair with him for a stretch, apparently, as revealed in some of the later episodes. Um, but the theme is, and they've said this basically about Norm. Norm is the central character of the theme song where everybody knows your name. And, and this is the part we keep leaving off. And you're always glad you came. So that's the thing. You feel welcome there. It's not that everybody in the bar feels welcome, but you, you feel welcome. All right. So my rebuttal to that is that Sam and Diane are the protagonist of the show. So it still fits in my not applicable to the show because Norm is by no means the protagonist of the show. So if the theme song is about him. That's weirder than he may, but he may not be the protagonist of the show. But if you tell someone, hey, remember that show Cheers? They're going to say, oh, that show with Norm. Right? It's the Norm show. And there, <laughs> I thought the Norm show was with Norm McDonald. Mostly <laughs> Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Or Rebecca Held and Diane Chambers by a solid season. What happens in the pilot? Is it about how uh, Norm starts hanging out there and his entry into the world of Cheers? Yeah. Well, no, it's because Diane's fiance just leaves her at the bar and takes the yeah. fuck off. Oh, so that was the pilot then. So that, that was so the they pilot. launched the show. It wasn't about Norm. <laughs> it was. It was not. It was not about Norm. Nor. Nor was Seinfeld about George Costanza. But everyone remembers George and Kramer more than Jerry Seinfeld. It's funny what an ensemble cast can do. I did say, you know, I mean, fair enough. We all we all have to find our reasons why. Why we're going with our vote, and I understand that. But you know, when you start when you start tearing apart these shows, especially these two shows that lasted a long time, you're gonna you're gonna find some inconsistencies. Uh, Julia, uh, I want to defend Carla for a second because my absolute favorite bar in the world is called Dirty Frank's, and it's in Philly. And there is a bartender there, and she is an older woman, and she always dresses like a schoolgirl, and she is the meanest human on the <laughs> earth. But I love her. Oh, I I love Carla, by the way. I was in no way uh, so besmirching Carla. Like, yeah, I'm a huge fan a of her. Being a mean bartender only makes me want to crack them and make them be my <laughs> best friend. So, Incorrect. Second, <laughs> uh, but I'm actually going to go with Golden Girl. <laughs> uh, I work with geriatric patients and they just make me feel like at home. Oh, so yeah. I would love to give everyone that I work with some cheesecake because they would probably just throw it back in my face. Fair enough. That's I mean, that's that's four for Golden Girls. Yeah, but one of those is Jonathan. I one believe. of them is me. So <laughs> we need one more. We need one more. Yeah, we need one more. Um, that's three one by my count. I'm I, I actually I'm not prepared to make this vote. Uh, it looks like Aaron is though. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Cheers. I think both of these shows, the theme songs, you know, center around chosen family. Obviously, big fan. Um, but I think like you don't have to thank me for my friendship. <laughs> it's not transactional. I'm not giving you gifts. We're not giving each other cards. Like you're gonna know that we're friends because I like hang out with you and I care about you and I remember stuff about you and it's like the experiences we share together like sitting at a bar um <laughs> which I don't do so whatever um but um that's like I feel like more more what it's about to me also you would remember Woody you remember Cliff Clavin you remember Norm you remember Fraser fucking Crane you remember Lilith Sternin baby Newworth like this is a cast a cut above 
Cheers. Yeah, no, no argument there. Uh, Julia, you had a, something to add? Oh, I just want to say that I appreciate what you're saying about thank you for being a friend. It should more be thank you for being a roommate. And most of the time, they're really not being nice to each other <laughs> until the end, you know? Like, yeah. yeah wait, wait, wait. Of- Hold on. So Carla is being nice to people, but the Golden Girls who do good-natured they're ribbing doing- with each other and then hang out till 3 a.m. eating cheesecake are not being friendly no, to each other? They don't hang out until 3 a.m. They, they wake, wake up. They yeah. start eating cheesecake. Yeah. Also, the, one, of the, one of the things I love about that show um, is B. Arthur being very not nice to everyone. <laughs> That's the I, best I, But I'm saying that the idea that they're not, like, that they're roommates, like, there's literally an episode where Rose, um, like, has health issues and her daughter comes in and is like, I have to be the one to take care of you. And she's like, this is my family. These are the people who take care of me. I don't need, like, every fifth episode, they're, one of them is leaving and then decides to stay because they all love each other. That, I mean that that's yeah. that's kind of fair. I'm sorry, guys. Jonathan Monroe has been very patient. In fact, I think he started playing Pokemon Go. Just <laughs> I, I, went, I went to Pokemon. Uh, I just I just want to say everybody looks at the present thing, but literally the second stand, like the second bit in that is thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Like this is somebody who's going to carry you no matter what. And those women carried each other no matter what happened they might have been back and forth with each other but they had their backs no matter what including the time when rose left and moved into that apartment with all those young young women and then like uh they came in and were like we want you back and she's like i want to come back uh that's my i I mean are we all going to ignore the the amount of slut shaming that went on in that house to blanche oh Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So are we going to ignore <laughs> the fact that uh, Sam is a sex criminal? And are we going to ignore the fact that everyone hates Cliff Clavin? Like, are we ignoring those two things? Oh, hold on. I asked my question first. <laughs> a question with another question? No one, no one argues the first part of that. It's yeah. the wait about Cliff. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but also, so, what about ism right there? Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely what I'm doing. But also, Blanche, like, it, I always viewed it as more empowering than, say, like, when Frazier had a spinoff and like should have gone to HR for the fact that he regularly slut shames his boss, Blanche celebrated the fact that she is a renowned Southern lover. And that was a point of pride. I think you're slut shaming. So. I'm not. I was not on that show, nor did I in that house in Miami. Cheers never slut shamed the fact that Carla was pregnant how many times through the run of the show, only twice under a husband. <laughs> oh, okay. It didn't. Okay, that, it didn't now that one did sound like Pat was slut shaming Carla. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know why she was pregnant so many they times? Never gave her any trouble for that. They all were supportive. Everybody was like, "Carla's pregnant again." Okay. Well, we need we need to do what we can to look out for her and take care of her. They never gave her any issue on that, and it was under a variety of situations. I was going to say they were all there to be her friend. Without having to say thank you or give you a gift. I think she was pregnant so often because she was so mean. Well, she was pregnant so often because she was Catholic, I think. She was gay. I think that was the joke. That was actually, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, for me, for me, it cut, I'm listening to the songs, right? Because I, I think I love those shows equally. I'm listening to the songs and where I'm stuck on is um, I love, I love the cheer song frontward and back. 
I just do. It's just something within me. It's a great, they're both great tunes, but something about that cheer song gets me. The What gets me about Golden Girls is I know I'm about to have fun. Look, the, the, the theme music starts, yay, Golden Girls is on. But when it goes, um, pal and a confidant, bum, 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 and that's like, it, that hits me to my core. Boy, do I love that. Um, but I think overall, I'm talking about an entire song, something that I would straight up listen to because it just gets in my bones. I'm going to, I got to go cheers. And that, that makes it three to three. Classic Lars, I- up until the last second, I had no idea who you were voting for. <laughs> so it was a rough one. Sorry, Aaron has been I, trying to um, say something. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So, Julia, I can tell you're a very reasonable person um, by your reaction to my point about cheers. And I would like to also build on your defense of Carla. I don't know if anyone here is from New England. I'm from New England. Um, if someone's mean to you, it means they love you. It's yep. a challenge for you to get to know them. And <laughs> once you get to know them, they're going to be meaner to you. But that means they love you more. Yep. And I think that that's really what Carla is doing. She's loving on everyone when she's insulting them. So I, Julia, would like to invite you to change your vote. Um, <laughs> to, to cheers. Really valid. I, <laughs> I think though that like they, I still. Jonathan said he was going to defend the Cliff thing. Carla hates Cliff Clavin, and in fact, like wants nothing more than him to never come into that bar again. Like she might be nice to him on occasion when he's so sad, but she does not like him. Like I feel like that is pretty. She does it, and you know, I I just I just criticized you for talking in length about the TV show Frasier, but. Um, they they had an episode of Frasier, which was kind of a Cheers reunion, in which the basic plot line was how much Carla hates Cliff. Cliff. Well, and then the bit was that they all were nice to Cliff because he was leaving. He was going to move to Florida. And then they were so nice to him that he changed his plans and decided to stay. But the joke was literally about, like, finally, we're going to get rid of Cliff, this guy that we all hate. Good call. What's up, Pat? Well, if we're talking about uh, Cliff Clavin, not the like, not even uh, opening credits regular at the beginning of the show, as the reason to completely shut down the lyrics of the Cheers theme, are we saying that "Thank You for Being a Friend" doesn't apply to Stan, the ex-husband on Golden Girls? Like, I mean, we're bringing in a lot of periphery here. What? Because it's where everybody knows your name. The song is about the bar. The the song of Golden Girls is about friendship, and they're talking about the four friends. This is talking about, about a bar gift. where everybody in the bar knows your name and loves you, and, which and I think be, isn't true. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um, uh, Stan's Bornak was not on Golden Girls nearly as much as Cliff Clavin. You know, he wasn't a regular in the house sure. where Cliff Clavin was a mainstay at the bar. Also, Carla does legit hate Diane, like does not like her, is not doing that to be nice. Cannot stand Diane Chambers. Wouldn't, so t- wouldn't tell her, audience. wouldn't tell her where the Bloody Mary mix was because she wanted to <laughs> see, see her try to make vodka. Yeah. So I just like, that's two. So those are two reoccurring characters who they didn't like treat as the same or were happy to see when they came into the bar. Yeah. I need to, I need to apologize. I have, um. I have, well, I have six votes here and Jonathan's. I feel like I'm missing one. Has someone not officially voted on this song? Andy. Andy? 
Who? What? <laughs> you, you haven't officially. Oh, I think Andy's still kind of on the fence too. What are you thinking, Andy? Uh, no, I've been actually quite silent the whole time, uh, just taking in all of the various arguments. Andy, can I just and... take a moment to say thank you for being a friend? And then take the road to Wellville. <laughs> um, I'm voting Golden Girls. Oh boy, oh boy! I'm doing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come boy, out hot. Um, yes, yeah. it is. I, 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 this one is another incredibly close one. Um, although I do think I prefer Cheers as a show. Uh, if you think just strictly theme, uh, I think, I think Golden Girls. I, I think it's a little better. Um, just pure gut instinct apropos of nothing. I'm so I'm going to vote Golden Girls. You see, hey, they're songs, man, that they speak to our souls. Oh, sorry, Julia, did you have something to add? I think I do. Oh. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. What do you got to add? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's listen to it in real time. So I'm hearing myself talking and thinking about what Aaron said. So I really appreciate how uh, great Golden Girls is about. Um, if Aaron is allowed to give a retort to Julia to get her to change her vote, I would like to be the representative of the person to make you stay your vote. Okay. If that is possible. No, it is possible. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Yeah, it, it is possible. You're going to have to let her finish this thought, though. I will say uh, that thinking about just the songs and not even talking about the shows that I am now. So we just went to a bar called Rye again last night for the first time. It was the, one of the first bars that we actually went into since we got vaccinated a few months ago. Um, and it was really wonderful to have the owner come up and give us a hug and they told us to sit in our normal seats after the person who was sitting there left, and it was very warming. Uh, okay, Jonathan, you can go ahead. <laughs> I'm, a, little, uh, a little overwhelmed by emotions over here. What are you going to say, Jonathan? I, I'm going to say this. Uh, we are a group of friends that have collectively gotten together to sit here and talk about theme songs. And I think every one of us would go to many lengths, including right now, me fighting for the song to you, who uh, I, I would like to, to think that like as, uh, and this might go counteractive of my argument, but like uh, as a voice that was uh, heard during the starting budding of your relationship inside <laughs> of a bar for trivia, uh, we've, we've become very good friends and that I would carry both of you uh, if you were down any lengths, uh, and not even I'd, we talk about gifts, but whatever, I'd give you a gift. I give you the gift of uh, making my vote matter uh, for once in this uh, in this tournament uh, to keep the Golden Girls theme song going, and and uh, that is my retort. I can't I can't let anyone else speak right now until I respond to something Jonathan just said. Okay. So we just missed out on all of that. So, John, it doesn't matter. Our it doesn't matter. There you go. There it is. There goes everybody. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna step away for real quick. Wow, that was that was cold. Oh, oh that was brutal. 
Can, can I Gosh. offer a different? I could not possibly capture the impassioned and heartfelt uh, evoking of friendship, and I'm not doing a bit that Jonathan no. Monroe did. That was yes. honestly the sweetest thing that I have ever heard in this tournament, and I could no, not wait. hope to can ever I... recapture the pure like invoking of love and friendship that he did. But I would like to say this about the cheer song because I've already really focused on. Uh, everybody knows your name not being true. Uh, Troubles all being the same not being true. That was covered in a previous episode. Uh, but when we talked about, um, you know, a lot of the other parts, but I would also like to talk about taking a break from all of your worries. All of the worries happen in the bar. Literally every episode, there's a new worry in the bar are like an A worry and a B worry and sometimes a C worry all taking place inside of Cheers. So there is no break from your worries. It's nothing well, but no, worries. Of course it is. You're not, you're not spent. This is at the end of your day being a browbeaten accountant being a again worker. this is your argument that the theme song is about norm which makes no sense because why would the show the song be about norm? That, like aside from the people that work in the bar everyone is there after their day jobs are done to relax and shoot the shit with half of the cast is the people that work in the bar it is their day job like literally carla woody coach the like sam it's all three, all of their words four Five, okay, really. Four Rebecca. Rebecca. When the Cheers. people from upstairs come down, they're all of their worries are related to running their restaurant upstairs. Um, it's a lot of people on the clock with their worries, you know. When has there ever been an episode of Cheers that focuses on the trouble at Melville's that night? Oh, man, There's been a lot shit. of episodes about people from Melville's complaining about what's happening in Cheers and how it's ruining their business. That's like 20, 30 episodes about that of like, you're ruining Melville's or like, we're going to go up to Melville's to go get some food. Like, or, man, you can't keep sending your people to Melville's or use Cheers as like the waiting room for Melville's until we can call everybody up to eat their food at Melville's. Like. Why do we even know what Melville's is, except for the fact that them and Cheers are constantly bickering and having I mean, okay. troubles with each other? It's called world building, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there has to be a plot to a TV show, right? I'm just saying, there. I'm, I'm, if we're judging the theme songs, which I thought was what we were doing, I'm just saying this theme song does not apply to the show Cheers in an actual way, in the same way that being a friend is really what every single episode of The Golden Girls is about. Like, the, okay, let's, I mean, let's talk about the theme song to The Golden Girls then, because our sorry, our friendships measured by the size of a gift you give to somebody that's someone saying how much they love that's not saying that's how i measure the friendship it's saying i love your friendship so much that i'm thanking you for it and i don't know how to repay it on an emotional level so i'm going to give you material gifts like cheesecake because it's the best oh, that i can come up with you know what a wonderful friend is someone who doesn't know how to reciprocate friendship on an emotional level Especially not in that New England way of just being mean to you to say yeah, that they care. Just like I did to you, Jonathan, and I apologize. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you how much I appreciate you and how good of a, a friend you are. I'm just gonna give you a big present. Here you go. It, you know I love you because this box is big. Healthy. I feel like we're all arguing as friends. We're not giving each other gifts. 
We're having fights as friends in well, the cheers. Well, right. I'm saying that we're, we're, I am not having an escape from my worries at all. So again, unlike the, <laughs> the cheers theme song, me and my friends are sharing in our worries, which is what really happens on golden girls. And that's how they're friends is they're there to talk about their problems together. Uh, and yeah, like, I, I mean, you know, I still think it's golden girls. I'm really sorry that you guys missed out on what Jonathan had to say. Cause I think it would have, really changed uh, everything. <laughs> Jonathan, you want to point it for us? I don't think you should. I think... Yeah, uh, yeah I think if I think they were friends... Bring up the I, I think this is a great example of Jonathan is your friend. He openly shared his emotions with you. You can't reciprocate that because you didn't listen, but the biggest gift that you could give Jonathan would be to vote for Golden Girls. Like you did originally, like to take your vote back to Golden Girls. Most of our friendship, where have we hung out? That's what I was going to uh, say. I just want to, when you listen back to this uh, episode, you will know uh, everything that I said. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. Julia, it was. I, uh, That's not Ju- Julia, I, uh, I respect your vote, uh, whatever you decide to do. And since you changed the cheers, congratulations to cheers. I didn't change the cheers. He himself. What a passive aggressive. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do, um, because I'm honestly, I'm still waffling on both of these. And I are you waffling? I'm waffling. So I'm going to abstain. So Jonathan can. Oh, <laughs> Jonathan, do you have anything to say to Julia? Maybe any appreciation you would you would like to express? If you want to say uh, what you said before again. Yeah, I, I will say that I, I might have shot my <laughs> argument in the foot by saying that just remember that the voice that gave maybe some fun to the budding relationship of you and Lars did happen in a bar. However, I, uh, I would carry you guys down the road and back again, no matter what. Um, but, uh, that, there was more to it, but you can hear it again when the episode. <laughs> but it was out. predicated on being in a bar. Yeah, it was, and I knew I knew exactly what was happening because all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Right. that is that's jo- not really fair, Jonathan. That's that's incredible that you basically said make make the decision you want to make right now, and then when you listen to this episode, you'll hear how much. <laughs> I, Jonathan, I can just say, having now been aligned with my interest with you, I do appreciate the craft of how you were able to make your non-vote a vote. I, so, I, I just want to say that when you gave me this gift of my vote not mattering, it allowed me to become more of an orator yeah. and uh, argue. Uh, my point across it. I know that it may have upset you with some certain songs making it further in, but it was also the double-edged sword that you uh, gave to me. You know. Well, well, thank you for being a friend, Jonathan. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah I thought I teed that up. Joel, did you just say think now that you agree with me, Jonathan? I like the way you emotionally manipulate people. Yes, that's exactly what I said. Oh, okay, gotcha, so gotcha. I would fit right in at Cheers, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so unless anyone else is changing votes, I believe we have our final four. I mean, in. that's it. I, yeah. You know what, guys? I, uh, uh, I like how we were all, we're all being good folks about this. We, it was a contentious debate. We all stated some good arguments. Golden Girls theme song and Cheers theme song. It, oh yeah. Either, either way, what are you going to do? You're letting go of. Oh yeah. 
then you'll oh, love it. Oh, 100%. It looks like it's it's Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So our final four, Good Times, The Muppets, The Jeffersons, and Golden Girls. So That feels kind of right, though. It does. Yeah. It feels good, and I can't imagine what our next show is going to be like, but... <laughs> Violent. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I think Pokemon. <laughs> also, Going back guys. Also, I haven't announced it yet, but we all get another briefcase, and we each get to bring back yeah. one show that's been eliminated. <laughs> so, it's actually going to be ten. Yeah. No, no, no. All about you. Kidding, kidding. Um, but yeah, what, why don't we? If people want to plug things, we'll go ahead and wrap this show up. Um, yeah, I guess like a, a, a back backwards uh, alphabetical order. Pat, do you want to plug anything? Well, I would like to, in the spirit of cheers, promote uh, your local bar. Wherever you like to go to hang out, even if it's not an alcohol bar, if it's just a club or a, just a shop that you like to hang out in. We're all still struggling right now, and so are the shops and businesses that you love. Find your local businesses where they do know your name and go in and make sure that you're helping them keep afloat. Well said. And don't forget your local, um, your local bookstores, guys. Like the people are still putting out content. You can pre-order stuff. Um, uh, just a past point. I'm thinking about places where I hang out and it's bars and <laughs> comic book shops. Um, uh, Marty McGuire. Oh, I get to follow that. Uh, great. We'll do what Pat said, but then if you still have time left over, uh, I've got a lovely show on Mondays with a group called The Now Sayers, and uh, this week we'll be wrapping up a, uh, a choose-your-own-adventure style game called Castle of Lost Souls and making up stuff along the way, and it's very fun. Uh, also, Tuesdays live on Facebook at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern is We Have to Ask live with Jonathan. Uh, it's a delightful show. Agreed. The, the first thing you mentioned, you didn't quite give us directions on where to oh find Oh my it. gosh. Uh, just, you know, like close your eyes, tap your heels three times, <laughs> and you'll find yourself there uh, at twitch.tv slash nowsayers. Thank you. Booyakasha. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Julia Hershey. Well, um, not champagne. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing, man. Well done. Still hung over over here. Uh, Jonathan Monroe, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, a friend of mine does his own hot sauces and beef jerky. Uh, uh, it's very delicious. Mobtown Meat Snacks. If you Google it, it's a square site. So I'd rather not give you the long ass URL, but Google Mobtown Meat Snacks and help my friend. He also has his own podcast. That I'm not going to promote because he's not paying me to do this. I'll give him the Mob Town snacks, but not the podcast. <laughs> uh, and uh, and and then we have to ask. Uh, and then my own little trivia company, JMOKnows.com. That's the thought or the the sniffer. Uh, we do online trivia. Yay! Boom! I love it. I too many things were called Baltimore and Charm City, so now everything's called Mob Town. Mob Town, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Aaron Fox, anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, uh, I'd like to plug trans rights. It's been a really rough several years, but a couple of weeks uh, for trans folks, and that's really fucked up. So trans rights are human right, human rights. Hell yeah. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. I will second that. It it really, really stinks when you when you have to fight for people's rights to pee and poop where they need to pee and poop. Um, 
Andy McIntyre, what you got? I'm excited for a day when trans rights or human rights is no longer a hot take. I would like to get there. That'd be a great thing Um, because it's just dumb that it's even a debate Uh, that and that everyone should have the right to vote. Is, uh, is also something that shouldn't be a hot take. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, support get out the vote movements and things like that. And also support the uh, Silver Linings Playback podcast where we watch malign movies and find their silver linings. Uh, and it, new episodes every Monday. We just finished the Snyderverse uh, and we're going to be looking at wrestling movies pretty soon. It's going to be real fun. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh super, super excited about that. Did you hear the guests in this room? There's yeah. guests. Yeah, because I'm actually really looking forward because I, I liked I liked where you began your journey on Snyder and where you ended. I, I felt like there was some emotional change and I want to hear about um, these wrestling movies. What you got, Julia? I'd like to promote Strangle Mania. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Because yeah. it's hilarious. And, and it brought you two together. It yeah, did. Our, our first date, we watched an ICP wrestling montage movie. Hey, Joel, did you have anything to promote? Uh, yeah, actually, I do want to mention uh, I did an interview recently for the site with Jonathan Davenport from uh, he has a Kickstarter called Our Heroes Rock. And he is a he designs gear for pro wrestlers, including the New Day. And he and Big E from the New Day are oh, launching yeah. this Kickstarter where they are trying to spotlight uh, you know, people, figures from black history and make it into a really cool animated show with robots. And that is wrapping up right around the time that WrestleMania hits. So, uh, give money to it. Cause it's really cool. Absolutely. And t- again, two nights of WrestleMania. I know it's been a weird couple of years, but two nights of WrestleMania is not bad. Um, I, and as we sign off, I, I just, um, nothing to promote, but I would say to, to anyone who gets in any sort of problem with the authorities, Shut up, get a lawyer. <laughs> I almost want to. I want to replace goodbye with that. I want everyone to be saying to each other, "Shut up and shut get up, a lawyer." Get a lawyer. Yeah. So shut up and get a lawyer, everyone. Shut up and get a lawyer. And shut up and give a lawyer to all of you. Shut up and get a lawyer. 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 And remember, question everything. And shut up and get a lawyer. Get it cracking off, I'm kicking like I'm dragging off in 92 with Marvel superheroes. Grabbed a pack of cards, broker in the deal before I even got the package off. But being black and all, we see more trauma than the Maximoffs. I was trying to get it, but couldn't do time in prison. I saw your SoundCloud link, but got no time to listen. Wish I could find the wisdom, I'm skipping like WandaVision. I'm using the yellow infinity stone to mind my business. Make chess moves, y'all dudes fake as Westview. By the end of the season, you'll Minds twisted like pretzels, scroll status, and I won't stop till I reach dominance. Rapping comic heads left with broken necks and spinal shifts. Green, keep the change, Stephen Strange, know what time it is. They hollering, growing so fast like Wanda's kids. Strewed in tightness like the back of the cartridge. Ran up to no good, just like Agatha Harkness. What? Captain Hardest, Mega Ran, the rap's the bomb, got him flipping. 
like Wednesday nights whenever wrestling's on. Don't wanna do unto others as they do unto me. But if you do good or something, never do it for free. But I'll make an exception for a dope song. Wonder Man bomb like Cunningham, but I'm so strong. Hulk arms hold the mic like the gauntlet, but y'all had it wrong. It was mega all along. And I killed Sparky too. <laughs> Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. Hey guys, it's Sean. And Carter. From Potato. Salad. Marmalade. Eight. 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 Potato Salad Marmalade. Another podcast here on the Peak Sloth Network. Check it out.